This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. This is a Flash Film Media Podcast. All right, guys, we have Eli here. Eli's going to talk to us about his journey, his process, and what he's been through to get where he is now. Um, so let's start Let's start with a little bit about yourself, Eli. Tell us about yourself and where you're from. All right, yeah. Uh, so I'm also a Michigan native where we call pop, pop. Um, <laughs> and uh, soda happens somewhere else. So I'm from Kalamazoo. I grew up there. I went to undergraduate college there, and then I couldn't find a job in Michigan after college. So uh, I had a, well, my stepbrother lives out here in Colorado, and he had been out here for a few years and uh, suggested it. So I just packed everything up and came out here. And I started working with a company. I actually got a job out here over the phone before I left Michigan. So I was able to, um, lock that down and i'm still working with that company today and that was six years ago so uh that's that's doing like scheduling and administrative work with an in-home care agency so i've been working with the elders in that way and a year after i started that job i was offered another position um to take on with another agency that's like run under the same roof and that one does case management and legal guardianships for older adults. So if they don't have family in the area and they need somebody to take them to a medical appointment and relay that information to the family or uh, coordinate care or help them find a living facility to move to, that's all stuff that we do. So um, I, I was there for a long time and wanted to figure out how I could advance. They told me I could go to grad school to get a master's in social work degree, which I'm actually about two months away from finishing. And uh, that was that was kind of their path for me. And in the process of schooling, I became a therapist. So now I also work as a therapist. And uh, I mean, that's kind of this couldn't really happen in any better timing. Things are starting to pick up a story to record and I'm about to graduate. And uh, yeah. That's kind of my, I mean, I guess it's a work history, but that's a little bit about me. So tell me how you even decided to go into the, you know, let's say just filming photography, the creative, uh, the the content creation aspect of things. Yeah, cool. Good question. Yes. Thanks, Ty. Um, I bought a D3200 Nikon off the (laughs) Best Buy shelf before I moved out to Colorado because I thought, I'm going to be hiking and I'm going to be surrounded by beautiful landscape. I want mm-hmm. to take cool pictures of it. So that's how it all started. And I started the Picture Man Facebook group. Eli takes another photo and people are like, cool, this photo's cool. This photo's cool. But nothing else happened out of that. Um, I, yeah, I learned, I, I wanted to learn pretty quickly how to use a camera in manual mode. And so, uh, I mean, I did that. And honestly, for a few years, there were probably times that, like in the last seven years, there were probably a year or two in there that I didn't even pick up a camera just because I had other hobbies or other interests. So uh, I came back to it 
because I started the I started my podcast um, around Memorial Day last year, and I got a fifty dollar Canon uh, camcorder from a pawn shop because my D thirty two hundred could only record twenty minutes before it would cut out. So I started leaning more into learning about video because I didn't want to be. I mean, the camcorder was just a means. Uh, for the time being. So in that process, I just did more research. I got a G85 Panasonic Lumix and started paying more and more attention to the video side of things. So um, I've shot some weddings. Um, I've done I've done just some portrait shoots for people and engagement photos and stuff like that. But uh, it, it was never never a serious thing. I mean, I sold a couple of pictures like canvas prints online, but I, I was the perfect person to stumble across your uh, your content, Ty. Yeah, and and I and I kind of want to we definitely want to touch on that because um, Eli, we've done a lot of a lot of consultant work in the past, and and I've had the, the luxury of just watching you know things grow from from a seed or an idea to where it is today, and I kind of want to talk about that. Like uh, one one thing before we even move into that is just the spark. Or, or the day or the moment you had when you when you said when you thought that hey I, I want to go in business doing this I want to do this I want to own a business that does this like how did you come about that mm. idea? Um, well, I, th- I mean, probably just like a ton of other folks who are in this group and who follow your channel, it's it just starts with the seed of this camera I just bought this G eighty five I just bought. I mean, in all all things considered, it's not that expensive. But for somebody who has no business doing videography, really, uh, you I guess you just want to be able to get your own return on investment. So uh, I started I started uh, dabbling around YouTube about like more business side, uh, but I mean nothing like your content. But at least like uh, okay, there's there's an Australian group of vloggers. North Borders and uh, Seventh Era. And they're just some kids who take their Sonys and make cool vlogs. And uh, one of them, an episode was like, how to make $500 cash this weekend with your camera. And they did probably exactly what you would suggest people not do. uh, But they did make $500. So that kind of hit the spark. And then I think the algorithm of YouTube caught on. And then one of your videos, man, and I, and I mean, I, I can't, uh, I can't lie. As soon as I turned it on, you were slapping me in the face. And I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? And then I just clicked through more of your videos. And I'm like, you know what? This is like, this is what people need to hear. It's like you say, and I mean, you already know this, but you can go to other channels to learn how to set up your camera and drive your car away and then come back and cut it and use it as B-roll. But what I needed to hear was stop posting photos on Instagram and thinking that people are going to get a hold of you. So, I mean, I, I, it was March, I think, maybe late February that I first stumbled across your channel. And it's June now, and a lot has changed. So, uh, yeah, I think it was just a desire to do something with my camera, but I didn't know what, like your, your video about, uh, don't take pictures of models, like put a Corona in their hand that I think probably like a lot of other people that really hit me. It's like, okay, that's a good, 
good start. And I tried that and I had, um, I had like a couple of companies on Instagram like the photo or share the photo, but I don't know. It, I think something, if you don't mind, I think something important that we could also talk about today is just the importance of this needs to be something you love because we talk about, we talk about product photos and it sounds easy and like, yeah, I could set up a studio in my home. I don't have to go anywhere. Click, but it's still work. If you don't, I mean, setting up a product display when I did that for Instagram, I was like, this, this is stupid. I'm in Hobby Lobby and I don't want to be looking for props to go in the background. And yeah. And then it turned into one of your early live Q and A's talking about people you knew who's made a, a business out of doing the uh, auto dealership photography. And I was like, wow. Ty literally laid out an entire business plan for all of us that would work and it absolutely would. And so I went on to Google domains and I purchased autoexposuremedia.com, which mm -hmm. I plan to sell someday for a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> and then I thought like, okay, today's the day I could go reach out to a car dealership. And I was like, you know what? I don't even like, I don't care much about cars, to be honest. Yeah, I know some of them look cool, but that's not my lingo. It's still going to feel like work. So, yeah, I, I think it was really just a culmination of knowing that I wanted to make money with video or photo. And then, like you said, applying your story and what you really love to make something unique. So everything's. Out. Everything is based out of your love for that particular niche. That's why when I reach a lot of people and they're like, I don't know what my niche is. I don't know what my niche is. I'm like, what do you love? Like, what can you do every day and not get tired of? Like, for me, my niche is talking about the business side of, of creating content. I can do it every day. That's why I pop on there for random lives because I could be out doing something else or hanging out or doing whatever. But I want to talk to people who want to have this conversation. Because this is just what I love to do. I love to do it. I love to think about it. I love to be creative on the business side of, of, of content creation. I love to find new ways to to grow my business. I love to take my my way of living from one level to the next. I just, I love it. That That's my passion. Um, so when it comes to picking something you love, um, let's talk about how you discovered your passion. Because I, I remember having a conversation with you. And just in hearing those aha moments and seeing those or listening to those things line up for you um, when you decided to go in the direction you decided to go into. Mm -hmm. Well, I have this idea because, like I said, I've, I ha also have a podcast. So early on and when I started the podcast, I was also interning at an assisted living facility and I would just listen to life stories all the time. And I thought, how cool would this be if it were a podcast? And then it was really, I mean, I shelved that idea. And then after, after writing down my story, seeing that all of these things align. And then honestly, my first step before anything else was research. I learned that there's no competition. So then that's a huge motivator for me to keep pushing because it's not, a, it's not every day that you get to find something unique. So that, I, I mean. In business, we call those blue oceans, right? So blue mm -hmm. oceans are oceans. Um, there's blue oceans versus red oceans. Red oceans have a lot of blood. It's a lot of 
There's been a lot of people eating. It's pretty saturated. Blue oceans don't have blood. They're, they're still fresh. They're still, uh, you know, there's still a lot of life left in those oceans. Uh-huh. So if you throw out a net, you're going to catch a lot because there aren't a lot there. Where a red ocean is a little different because everybody there eating, you know, it's it's really saturated. But to to come upon the idea, like what, because um, I know I know the backstory, but just so listeners can can understand the backstory of of what did you put together you know, in your life to be like, ah, this is my niche. Like, this is what I love to do. You know, there's no market for it. You know, this is what I can do to create your unique, because you got a unique niche and I, and I love it. Um, so, so yeah, just speak a little bit to that, like like how you lined it up. Well, I, I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but like as a kid, even older adults, always so friendly, always so inviting and and i've never felt uncomfortable like there's no ego when i'm speaking with an older adult i don't have to worry about them wanting to fight me or anything and and so it's just calmer and i like that i mean i'm i'm a, i live a little slower than a lot of people and and that's cool with me and i've realized like even in the process of going through graduate school with a bunch of social workers a lot of them, at least in the classes I had in regards to older adults, had no interest and didn't want to work with older adults. So I see that they're undervalued. I see that people don't pay enough attention to where we came from. And I, I mean, I've just been in this industry now also. So everything just connect for and I, I just want to give them a platform to become, uh, I, I guess, timeless. So, yeah, it was really, I mean, a lot of things, a lot of things, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be here if I didn't love it. I wouldn't have come up with a company name if I didn't know this is exactly what I want to do. So, yeah. Especially uh, the thing I loved about it um, is the idea spoke to me because of personal experience, you know, with Uh me, with me losing my father to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, once he passed, I tried to gather as much media as I could because I wanted to continue to hear his voice. I wanted to continue to share, um, his personality and, and, and what he was like to, with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to continue and it helped. Like, I can't, I can't explain how much having footage of my dad helped me with his passing. Um, and, and I just had tons of it. I remember, I, and he was back in Detroit and I was here in Texas and I remember going back to visit him or having him fly down and I would film everything. Um, and that footage helped me. Um, mm-hmm. and I wish that I would have had, I just got a lot of stories. Cause I got him to having conversations with other people in the family and he's telling stories and he's talking. I wish that I would have had more of that because sometimes I sit there and I listen to, um, his stories and listen to what he talk about and, um, it's, it's helped me, uh, kind of cope with, with losing him. Yeah. So when you presented the, the idea, I was like, man, that's a hit. That's, that's definitely a hit. And it just happened to be in line with what you love, you know, yeah. it, how, how great is it to have such a great idea, um, kind of just align with every part of, of what you love. I mean, otherwise, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't put the money into it. I wouldn't be investing in myself. But just like you, I mean, and we've talked about it before, which is something like, I don't know, it, it's it's uh, 
I know veterans have a bond because you've gone through something similar and those experiences bring you closer. I think losing a parent gives you that same outlook because like you, I lost my mom and that was a huge motivator and I don't have footage of her. And I, I was there for her, caring for her 24-7 until she passed. And uh, I mean, I would have wanted that footage months before because the cancer was just so hard on her. And I tried, I mean, for years, I tried to block out those memories and remember her for like the healthy times. So, I mean, when you know that, it just puts, for me, it makes me want to go get my dad's recording ASAP. Like, cause I don't want to, I don't want it to be too late. And if you, if you come at it from that angle and people see it, if they've lost a parent, they see the value so much easier because they have one, one parent left. Or if you're close to a grandparent, you might have a voicemail saved, but you don't have this whole production specifically for that. And, and I mean, like you said, probably anyone who's in this group could do that. But this is like specifically exactly what I want to do. So I'm going to put my full effort into making, making these videos for older adults. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, so tell us how you uh, came about the business, like creating a... So, First of all, tell us about your your business where it stands right now, okay. and how you went from doing what you love to monetizing it to making it into a business. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it all like I registered my LLC three months ago, and that was before the logo was made, before the website was made, before I had polos, before I had lanyards, before I had cards, brochures. Uh, email like google ads facebook ads a lot has happened in the three months and that all happened because of flash film academy so i'll i'll put the plug in right here i wouldn't have just made this business if if it weren't for coming across your channel i maybe would have started hustling harder to take family photos or something but that's not where, I mean, it's not at all where I am now. I took that stimulus check and created a business because you gave us this, the tools to say, this is what you need to do. You don't have to shop around. You don't have to find out like the hard way. So I invested smartly into the logo and into the name and, and like thinking about based on your free content on YouTube thinking about is the color too aggressive for an older adult niche is this target audience going to understand the layout of my website it's it's all right there and it's not like i had to dig years back to find the information 
I literally would tune into every live that I could tune into. And even if I tune into a live, I still listen back to it while I'm working out the next morning. And if I hear something that I haven't done or applied to my business, I pause my workout, I go into my reminder settings on my phone, and I set a reminder to do that later that day. So that's all I've been doing. You put out the gems and I write them down and then I put them into action. And right now I have a contract with a, a, it's a smaller assisted living facility here in town, which is kind of crazy because I don't have any examples of my work yet. So I think it just goes to show that if you build up a brand that looks legitimate, people definitely do trust it. So uh, I've gotten that support. I ran a raffle to get free gigs um, because I don't have a a personal network out here. I do have a business network with older adults, but I don't want to cross that line right now. So I ran a raffle. Unfortunately, I called everyone yesterday and no one answered. So I'm going to, when we're done here today, I'm going to call them back and try to get those scheduled. But to know that I have a foot in the door at a facility without, without the free gigs is a good start. And then I sent out my uh, LLC application for Michigan. So they do things through mail. So I have to wait a little bit to get that back. But um, I, I've got a there's a guy who is a good friend of mine who I worked with at New York Life Insurance in like 2011. And he has built, he's gotten so successful through that company. And now he runs like the whole the regions uh, like Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, all of their 65 and up clientele. And so he reached out to me when he found out what I was doing and wants to market for free. I mean, he just wants to see a friend succeed. So, I mean, there's there's definitely opportunities, especially when I know that there's a, a sales expert businessman like that in my corner and I have my family network in Michigan. I honestly think that I'm going to start getting a lot more business in Michigan and then bring that business and show Colorado what they're missing. Yeah. And I think when you have friends who, one, see the passion and two, see the action, see the brand, you're going to get a lot of people come out of the woodwork helping you. And that's why I tell a lot of people build, you know, if, if you can't convince the people within your house of what you're trying to do. If they can't see your picture based off your brand, it's going to be difficult to convince strangers. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and you'll notice once you start to build that, that brand and you have that passion, a lot of people who want to see you win will do anything they can to help you help see you win. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on that you, that you talked about, and I think a lot of listeners would love to get more information on is your twist on getting, um, free clients. I, I tell a lot of people to just find a free client and walk into it, but you kind of took a, a raffle approach yeah. to really find people who really want to be a part of it. And I think that's a great um, example of being creative uh, and finding ways to help grow your business um, for free with the right ideal client. Because you may you may learn that your, your ideal client is different than what you think, and mm -hmm. a raffle will give you the chance to attract um, just that. So, yeah. so tell me about, you know, how you came about the raffle idea and, and what you decided to do. Sure. Um, you know, I, I, like so many YouTube channels and like Sigma will do raffles all the time. And 
and I've signed up, you know, I've whatever, follow the page and write your name and maybe you'll get drawn because it's something that you want and it has value. So I thought, how about I just apply that to what I'm doing? Because there's COVID. If I, if I wanted to just wait, I could wait until I could get into the assisted living facility that's already going to have me and do a free one there and then start charging. But I want to put I want to just collect this content and practice and practice and practice. So I just, I mean, I had no other way, a creative way to reach out to this community when people are trying to stay distant and especially older adults when they're at high risk. So, um, you know, thinking back, I wish I would have put some clips in that raffle saying like we will stay six feet away from you we'll wear gloves and a mask you know i think i would have had a better turnout from it but i guess when you when you train your brain and it's only been a couple of months but following you and putting education before entertainment and listening to the gary v audiobooks and and focusing on this the creative ideas just come i didn't i didn't re- yeah i mean i didn't see that somebody else did it i just in fact i just shared it with the facebook group and said hey this might work for you but uh i i got i got the names a list of names that i needed unfortunately i couldn't get a hold of them but i said i would do three for free but the reality was i would just do all of them for free who submitted so hoping to get those cranked out and uh yeah i, I mean i had no i had no other way i posted and and to be fair, I posted a raffle before that, and I just had a picture, an image in the raffle. Nobody mm-hmm. responded. But when I put the video explaining the service, that's when people responded. So I mean that that right there is a direct, um, you know, example of the power of of content, right? Just a video going from text to video and seeing just more responses, mm-hmm. uh, or an increase of what four or five hundred percent, you know. At, with with video it kind of shows the power of content yeah. you know right there but i would definitely continue to uh you know maybe have different layers maybe offer you know just another another round of it with updates for covid because i know a lot of people you know the good thing about being a business our size is you have the ability to stay flexible mm-hmm. where coca-cola will have to go through all kind of hoops and loops to try to you know, be that flexible that fast. Not saying they can't get there. I'm just saying they can't get there that fast. It's much uh-huh. easier to, to to turn a speedboat than a cruise ship. Um, you know, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm definitely not gonna rule it out. I I'm hoping. I'm really hoping that I can get through. Like some of the folks who signed up, their voicemail box is full, so I really didn't even have a chance to touch base with them. But. Uh, if I can get this content, I think it'll be great. And then probably my next move would be to run a raffle in Michigan, just because my network is so much bigger in Southwest Michigan that I think that raffle would have a much larger turnout. And really, I, I even before my website was, I mean, it was good, I will say, not because I did it, because I paid somebody to design it. I liked my website and I decided I'm going to market a little bit but to very specific audiences in my county to at least get the word out. So when people see the logo, they start to think, oh, yeah, I've seen that before, or I know what that is. So, 
and and with that said, I mean, I keep doing consultations with you because I always get so much out of it. And I wasn't sure if we were doing video today, but I have all of my notes stacked up next to me. Just I can show people like I'm I'm really doing this, and and I go through and I check things off just like I'm listening to your live Q and A. Go down my list, check off things that I got to do, and just try to improve. So once once it really spreads, it'll be all i mean it'll just be ready ready you know so tell me about the business um in its current state tell me about let's let's start with the the, because i just want to make sure listeners know uh the title and kind of your pitch what like what exactly what service is it offering because i think a lot of people who listen to may may get it or may not get it but let's go yeah Okay, so if you were an assisted living owner and you wanted me to be in your door, I would say, or you wanted to figure out why I wanted to be in your door, I would tell you that your residents are undervalued and they're bored. They have nothing to do. They're tired of the old activities. And I know that for a fact because I used to work there. Uh, Their family doesn't check in with them enough. They feel left out and unimportant because they're not making money. And that's what this country values but our company values them. So we want to show the best side of every resident and to make their memories timeless and to pass on a legacy to their family that no one else can offer. So it's all benefits. That's all I do. Talk about benefits. Story to record. We make memories timeless. Memories made timeless. That's I just tried to keep it short and sweet. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, so think about like, um, so as a, I want to say middle-aged man, if my parents were in, um, assisted living or just older in general, uh-huh. um, tell them why they would you like, like, you know, why would they would use, what's the benefit to me to, to pay for my parents to have a session with story to record? Sure. Do you want your kids or your grandkids to know who your parents actually were? or to see pictures and come up with some idea of who they are, or to never know at all who they are. Story to Record really offers a way to know exactly who that person is on their own terms. They can learn about your parent the way your parent wants to be remembered. They can hear your dad's stories that he feels are most cherished. You're not looking on a family tree and just seeing a name and thinking, I wonder what they were like. You can actually watch This Is... This is what was important to them. This is what they want you to know. This is what they want your kids and your grandkids and their kids to know. This it doesn't go away. It's you could lose a book. You could you could drop water or coffee on a photo album or I mean you could rip up a diary, but a piece of content that's sitting in your Google Drive account will live there. So I, I mean I just want people to understand. I don't I. Like you said, I don't talk about the camera I'm using. I don't talk about the lighting setup or the professional mics. I just want people to know that they have one they have one mom and one dad, and you have one chance to get their memory preserved before they're gone. And if they're in a facility, statistics will most likely tell you that they they'll likely need to go from assisted into skilled nursing, maybe into a locked unit if they have dementia. It's it's hard for older adults. So 
I, I mean, that I think would be one way to just show, show the urgency behind it. But I think also with COVID going on, people kind of understand that life is fickle. So I think when, when you're faced with your mortality, uh, you start to see the benefit in legacy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just I, I like that. Just a cinematic memory, recreating cinematic memories for you. Because a lot of people, you know, we we live in an era where a lot of our parents don't want to be on on camera. They don't want to be in pictures. They don't want to be in film. You know, I had a mother that I, she kind of like, hey, don't 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 snap a picture of me. And I'm like, mom, that's all I got. Uh-huh. So you know, it, it's important that at, at some point you you know you you capture great great memories and great stories and get information. I just talking to you made me want to start filming more of my grandmother because she's here in my life and she's close. And I want to kind of start to film more of her and hear her stories and hear how she was brought up. And, you know, she was a part of the great migration coming from Alabama and Mississippi to Michigan to Detroit during the big car boom, you know, when people were looking for jobs. And I'd love to hear that story and what brought her there and what it was like transitioning. And, um, you know, she was from a town where you know of course of course being black she was from a town where it was named after the previous uh slave owner which was their last name elmore so it was it was elmore alabama um so just to hear just to hear that that whole story especially in today's setting um is is just you know it's beautiful and i love to capture it so that i can share it with my kids that may be too young to um to realize what's going on Mm-hmm. I had um, snuck a camera in my father's funeral to film it because my kids couldn't go mm-hmm. or they were too young to understand it. Just to hear people, you know, kind of get on stage and talk about the person he was. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I look back at that tape and it's been, you know, it's helped me out. Again, you know, when you when you go through the situation once, you can almost prepare for it a little bit. It's kind of like after you have your first kid, your second kid, you you kind of know the ropes. Uh-huh. And it's inevitable that you're going to lose a parent. Like it's just life. Um, yeah. It, it it sucks, but the more you can face it, understand it, and uh, I, I guess I want to say prepare for it, the better. You know, life insurance, having memories captured, things like that. It should be all in the same. Uh-huh. Um, because a lot of people have they think of ways to deal with it, the the passing of their parents financially but they don't think about what it does to you mentally. Um, and, and this is kind of like mental insurance, you know what I mean? It's like mental life insurance when they're gone, you still have them in your life, so to speak in digital form. Um, and the more content you have, the better. I, I even think about that when I create YouTube videos, like one day I won't be here and my kids will, will get a chance to sit through two, three, four hundred YouTube videos of their dad just to see what he was like, just to hear his tone, his voice and hear his personality and hear what um, he loved to do and what drove him. So I think that the uh-huh. idea is just an excellent idea. Um, I think it's a greatness that is, you know, that is a, a, a blue ocean. It's just it's open. Um, and I'm sure you're going to have tons of success because you're doing it the right way. The brand looks great um, from what I've seen so far, everything that I like. Um, everything you're, you're doing are, are things that I like and, um, you know, the sky's the limit for, for your brand. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just 
one of those things that as a content creator or like yourself, you are gifted in the fact that you could do this with your family. And everyone who's listening to this is probably also a content creator. And you could do this with your family. Not everybody has that ability to, to I guess, create a cinematic recording of your family. But there's nothing stopping you from doing that with your own family because you have the tools. And why not? Why not take advantage of that? Because that, if you haven't lost a parent, you might not. I mean, you you probably get it, but you may not fully understand that everything is gone. Like, I mean, the person I used to call on my drive home every day, I don't have anymore. So some people don't realize that until it's too late. I mean, I was in denial. Uh, and it's hard, but yeah, I, I think just taking advantage of this with your own family is great. But for me and this blue ocean, this is a huge demographic, older adults. There's a large number of older adults and that number is only going to go up. So if I can, and, and like you said, with mental life insurance, if I can do things smartly, like pair with this guy, my friend in Michigan, who works in the life insurance industry, if I make these smart connections, hopefully this brand will be large enough that I could really offer the service on a on a big scale. I want I mean I want everybody to have the ability to get this done, whether it be, I guess, by me or your fans and the listeners who want to do it for their own parents. I mean somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I totally agree. Tell me a little bit more about your podcast. I want to make sure we uh, let the listeners know about your podcast so that uh, in the same way that you were just talking about your kids are going to have all this all these videos all this content to go back and understand you i kind of think about my podcast the same way it's just my wife and i and we essentially i mean i'm not even going to recommend that you guys listen to it you can if you want but it's really i'm going to do it no matter what no matter how few people listen to it because it's an outlet for us to discuss whatever we want to from the last week, which will be a diary, an electronic diary that our kids or future generations can listen back and learn from. And so that legacy to me is more important than the podcast becoming really popular. So it's called Taking the Credit. We just recorded episode 41 yesterday. And and I mean... Tying it all back to story to record, I've had 41, 41 episodes to tailor my lighting, to get better at composition, to learn depth of field, to use manual focus. So all of the things that I'm doing for the podcast are relative to what I'm trying to do a story to record. So I'm practicing every week on essentially setting up like I would be doing a talking head. So I'm just trying to make everything make sense with one another. I get an opportunity to edit long videos every Sunday morning. I'm sitting down and editing the podcast and DaVinci and color grading and practicing, you know? So I, even if it's not a big thing, which it's not, and that's fine. That's cool with me. Taking the credit is a way for me to, uh, I guess, ensure that my legacy lives on on a more of a subscription style basis than if I were to do my own service that's just one one time so 
but I want to have you on for episode 50. And then, I mean, of course, that'll help it out. But at the same time, I'm not trying to fish for, you know, I'm not trying to make it like a number one podcast. It's just, well, it's just. Like, I'm sure there's listeners that are probably definitely interested in hearing it. Um, can they, can they find it? You know, where can they find it at? Yeah. Just in case they're. Oh they're yeah. It's on, yeah. Uh, I recommend YouTube because that's where I put in the practice with depth of field and actually making it look appealing. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. It's taking the credit. It's also on every audio platform, anchor, Google, Apple, uh, wherever you want to get a podcast from it's on there. So it's all over. And, and, you know, the nice thing about it is that the topics change because it's open-ended and because it's open-ended, there's not a huge audience, but at the same time, my conversations may have been about something silly that happened a couple months ago. Now I'm talking about how I built my business and how I listen to your channel and how that helps me. So I mean, it's it's just whatever is going on. And right now, what's going on in full force is building my brand. So it, it might appeal to to some of your listeners, at least for right now. So <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. I love yeah, to hit a progress, man. I know we, we do a consultation probably every almost two, every three month. weeks. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I, I look forward to them because I love to hear the progress and see just just to see you go through the journey um mm-hmm. i'm always anxious to see what you know what what you need help with uh just to kind of see really where you're at um and it's and it's a beautiful thing to see it go from you know an idea a, a collective group of ideas to a business that's that's starting to sign contracts and the, the brand mm-hmm. has a look and feel to it and the website comes together and I, it's just a beautiful thing it's a beautiful Thanks, thing man. Yeah, and and uh, anyone anyone could do it. You just the hardest part is figuring out what you really love and making that make sense for you, and then just focusing on it. Like I, I mean, I always would take pride in myself. I feel like I'm a good therapist because when I'm done with the day, I'm not thinking about all of that stress or everything that I did or talked about for the day prior. I'm pretty good at cutting it off. But with story to record, as soon as I wake up, I'm writing notes. These are things I need to do today for my business. I need to update my website. Ty, I just talked to you on Wednesday for consultation, and it's Sunday. And I have, if you look at my website, if you feel like looking at it, I've already gotten the design work done to remove booking from my website. And now you can book a free consult. So, yep, I remember we talked I mean, about that. Yeah, a couple of days ago. So I'm I mean, I don't I don't see the value in waiting for anything at this point. So yeah. And those uh, I'm just who, gonna, wanna, who wanna see the website, make sure you go to storytorecord.com. Take a look at you know the website and a lot of things that I talk about as far as building the brand and, and making sure that your brand appeals to businesses. Like a lot of his brand kind of appeals to both. So it appeals to the, the average you know guy who wants to get cinematic memories captured of his grandmother and his family and also to the the assisted living companies. And they, you know, you want to make sure when you approach them, you approach them as a company. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and he has built the brand to look like that. Now his proof, proof is the fact that he was able to get a contract without even proof yet, without even having actual things shot. So it's something that's, it, it shows how, how important brand is. And I always tell you, um, you know, story sell, facts tell, 
And his website is a great combination of both. Um, you know, yeah. and I, like, you know, I, I, I love say, what you've done with it. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I just want to reinforce exactly that. If your website looks good, you'll be surprised how how much that means to somebody. Because I talked to I talked to the COO of a company who that and that company owns the assisted living, but it also owns a restaurant and a, a day uh, service program, and they own a lot of things. But I was talking to the COO of all of it to make the decision to get my brand into their assisted living. And that was the first thing she said was, you know, I, I mean, some people approach us with ideas and then I look at their website and you can tell it, it was just kind of pasted together. And I mean, I had, I had this website because I bought takingthecredit.com and started making a website for my podcast. Then I caught your channel and I was like, that's not going to make any money. I just turned that channel into, or that page into storytorecord.com. But I tried making it myself first. And I, I tell people in the group, it looked like vomit covered in sawdust. It was disgusting. <laughs> so I went on Fiverr and paid $55. I mean, that's all it costs to get five pages of, I mean, incredible website. So it's small and it's yeah thank you I, I, like i i didn't do that <laughs> and that's why it looks good but i need to hear that you don't have to be an expert at everything if i wanted to spend 10 weeks learning how to design my website i could have done it for free but for 55 dollars and to sit back and then this comes back at me i mean what I mean, what else are you doing $55 with that's going to make more money? So I already told the guy, I said, I'm going to be back here in a couple of weeks and I'm going to need to put a demo reel smack on the front. And I love how my landing page looks with that photo as soon as you land on it. But I also know the importance of having video show up. So I'm trying to figure out how to make that design still look good, but have a demo reel right up front. But that's why I'm working with an actual designer who I'm not just going to throw some wet paper at a wall and hope that it sticks. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I do want to, I do want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. And, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure for me to talk to you. Like I said, I just I, I love to I like to see people win, man. I love it when I talk to people who who follow the channel and you know they, they like I stumbled upon it and 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 boom, things just took off for me. Things just you know caught fire, and now I'm here. And I I love those stories. Those stories yeah. keep me going, and I just like to see people win. It's so much opportunity when it comes to content and media out here because every single company needs it. Um, in more ways than you can think of, like, you, you know, they need more than just training videos. They need promo videos. They need, you know, videos for the customer when they walk in the front door. They need videos for the menu. They need all kind of videos. So there's so many ways to win. Um, it's just that a lot of content creators just don't think about the business side. Everybody wants pretty pictures and no way to to, to feed your family. Uh, meanwhile, you know, cameras are good cameras and good gear is expensive and they're paying for it with their day job. And there is uh -huh. definitely a way to use the gear. You know, cameras are, expen are expensive for a reason. Reds, 
Reds cost money not because they provide just a crazy amount of equipment, but they understand what you're going to make off of them or with them. And if you know what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay. So, you know, you want to make sure you continue to learn the business side of the business and you want to continue to grow. And I just love to see people who take the information and run with it and come back, you know, with the whole, they take a seed and come back with an apple tree. Um, uh-huh. It's just one of my favorite things in, in, in life. Um, and it's, it's rewarding for, for, I think the both of us. Um, so I, I want to thank you for your support. Um, you know, uh, with the channel. Can I give you uh, just, I, I want to show you some appreciation, Ty, because as somebody who watches every live from the front to the back, sometimes twice, sometimes three times, I know that you like to end by showing your appreciation for the folks who tune in, but uh, that that appreciation goes both ways. And I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure that people, I mean, people make, make sure that you're aware of that, that we appreciate you. But I also just need to keep saying it because this wouldn't happen if it weren't for Flash Film Academy, if it weren't for your courses on flashfilmacademy.com, if it weren't for actually consulting, if it weren't for the Facebook group. And, And I think the Facebook group is so important because you can see, you can see examples of people like me who aren't the best with a camera, but can make significant amounts of money with a camera. So you don't have to be uh, the perfect creator to do this. You can just join this group, get the support you need to figure out what clips you need and what order and things like that, just to make a business out of it. So uh, I also have to say like Raheem Port, CRP Media, I text with every day and and it's because he makes business moves and he is out there doing it and I, and I want to be a part of that because it's motivating and it's inspiring just like the channel and then I see other people in the group like Mark Twain Beaver just out there doing the work and showing people it's possible so not only are you a shining example of everything you can do with media but the group and the community you've fostered is i mean it's it's that but throughout the week 24 7 we get the lives we get we get your content but the group is always there so i just i mean i have so many positive things i can say about you about the business you've created about what you've done for me and the community that i'm a part of because of what you've done so Thank you so much, Ty. I, not only do I appreciate you having me on here, I just appreciate everything uh, that you've done for me and my business and really my family and future. So thank you. Oh, man. Thank you. I, man, I was, that was, I don't think I could have said a, a better like outro than that, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> man, I appreciate you as well, man. I, you know, my, like I said, my goal is, is to help people. Um, my goal is to see people, people grow. I, I love it. And I'm and I'm happy to to witness, you know, your growth and many others. So yeah, if you guys are listening, make sure you are a part of the Facebook group because it's it's a lot of fun and it's great seeing people come back and post their polos, come back and post their business cards, or bounce ideas off each other. And have that mm-hmm. that go to group of people that you can talk to, to that 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 are there to give information and real honest feedback um, about growing the brand. To have people who are, who are passionate about it. 
um, and not trying to bounce it off people who don't care to listen. You know, you bounce it off family members sometimes. They're like, yeah, it's, that's a good idea. Okay, next. You know, you get to really bounce it off people who care about your success. Um, yep. And they are fighting the same battle with you. They're, they're kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like being in the military and you got a soldier to your left and to your right. You know, they're, they're fighting the same battle. So they're going to be really honest and do what they can to help you be successful because they know you're doing yep. the same for them. Got to have those supports, just like you talked about in last night's live. People need to watch that one for sure. Got to have the support. Have support. Yep. yep. If, if you haven't seen the uh, Love versus Entrepreneur um, live stream, it's available on our YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out because it's it's a deep one. Like for me, it was it's a touchy subject, man. A lot of people don't want to talk about. Um, but yeah. you gotta you, I, you gotta I, know it. I'll keep this super, super short, but I want to say something that I really took away. Luckily, I'm in a really supportive marriage, and that's awesome. But I have a lot of friends who are just reaching out to say, let me work for you. And that's not what I need. Like you said, you need people who will give you ideas, who will actually put in the effort that aren't just looking for a job because that's not what we're in this for. So anyway, I, I mean, we could go on and on. I could go on and on. But I don't want to. <laughs> Thank you, we, man. We, we can bring you back for a, a different episode about that. That about, sounds good. About, like a group one going or something yes. someday. That'd yes, awesome. I definitely love that. We can get a group of people just talking about their personal, just their love and family experience moving forward yes. in, this, in this this entrepreneurial journey. Because uh, it's rough, man. It's you got to have a tight tight group. If you can get a you know if you can get a tight group of people that that are in your circle, man, you got to hold on to them. Um, and Amen. I think the Facebook channel, it, it it's a place where I've tried to kind of foster that, you know, that that situation or relationship, um, mm-hmm. you know, between people, because I've been by myself doing doing it, man. And I got a few friends that are, they're in different industries, but they're still entrepreneurs. Um, some are going through it with their partner. Some, you know, got lucky and got a good one. So and, mm-hmm. and there's those that are, that are like myself that didn't work out, you know, and a lot of it had to do with just being in business. So I think it's something that has to be learned. I really couldn't find it in the book. Um, they talked about your personal relationships while trying to build your brand. And uh, I think uh-huh. it's something that I will still continue to sprinkle um, across the content for the channel and for the podcast moving forward, because it's yeah. it's just the real stuff that people need to know. It is. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Ty. Hey, no problem. Thank you. And with that, I'm going to wrap up. Please make sure you guys um, rate the podcast. If you're you know, listening on um, Spotify or on Anchor or on Apple, please rate us uh, and leave a review. Also, follow us on the YouTube channel at Flash Film Academy. And I will see you guys in the next podcast.